Hello everyone, this is Rico, and it's another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is show 889, almost 890, almost 900. It is January 15th, halfway through January. Wow. Uh, well, almost halfway, since it's 31 days. <laughs> anyway, January 15th, 2023. How is everyone? Hope you guys are good. Yeah, another podcast, two in a row, two weeks in a row. Uh, I was debating to, to do a repeat or skip week, but kind of wanted to do a show, probably be a little bit shorter than typical. Um, but um, yeah, the the main topic I thought I would cover, I thought I, I know I've talked about these movies before, but I guess they're working on a new TV show version. So I thought I would talk also a little bit about that, but I, I wanted to briefly talk about the Percy Jackson movies. There's been two and I, they're also doing a TV series um, based on those Percy Jackson books, which I've never read any of the books, saw the movies. Uh, but um, but yeah, I thought that'd be kind of a fun little topic. Probably not talk in great depth, maybe just give you the play the trailers and talk briefly about them. But we'll talk about other things as well, like I typically do on the show. Uh, hope everybody, again, is doing well. And let's get into it. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. Folks, again, welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi. I appreciate you guys. Uh, if you want to support the show, patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. Thanks to those that do. And yeah, this is Rico, your host, as I uh, usually, <laughs> I'm usually here most of the time. Have a guest occasionally, but um, yeah, what's good? Uh, just uh, had a pretty busy day. I have, uh, I have two grandsons, which still seems strange to say out loud <laughs> or in my head or anyway. You guys have heard that before, right? I'm sure I've mentioned it. I know you guys have heard that. But we, my wife and I, Lynn, Lynn and I watched him yesterday, so it was a pretty busy day yesterday. This is um, – we have a three-day weekend here in the U.S. today uh, or this weekend, I should say. Martin Luther King Day is tomorrow. So one of the good things in terms of um, – not only celebrating Martin Luther King, but the the fact that most a lot of businesses, a lot of workplaces have the day off. So we have a three-day weekend here. Actually, most of the places I've worked at, we've not usually had that day off. 
So, but we do have tomorrow off. So that makes the weekend a little bit longer. And it's interesting, you know, at the early part of the winter or the early part of the, the calendar year, there is not very many, there aren't very many holidays, like holidays with days off really, right? Like actually after this one, we don't have another actual official holiday until Memorial Day, which is at the end of May. So which is a long stretch. I mean, you could take a vacation day or whatever, but it, it it's, I kind of wish we had a, a, like, I mean, there is Easter in there, but most companies, it's not really a holiday for that. And people do spring break. Sometimes people take vacations during, especially the people who live in the north will maybe take a vacation south uh, for warmer weather sometime in the wintertime. But uh but yeah, it, it's a long stretch, especially after having time off for the holidays before we get more time. But um, so what's been going on with me this week? I'm still fine tuning. I did a show last week about my new PC. I'm still doing a lot of fine tuning. You know, I think I mentioned it last week, networking and, and, and making shared, you know, drives or not just drives, but computers that can see each other and you can share files between them easily in windows. And I also have a Mac mini, uh, man, it's a pain in the neck. It really is. It's, it's like voodoo or, or magic at, to get it to work. I, I, I read all these guides. I read all this stuff. I try to do all the right things and it still stymies me that it's still so weird. And it, it, it even seems to be impacted by which computer you boot first or reset, you know, like, uh, you know, like I have two windows machines now, my old one and my new one, I have some even older equipment, but I don't have anything really running. And like this morning, even I had the new machine on first. I turned on the old machine and they couldn't see each other until I rebooted the the new machine again, which is why don't they actively do whatever they need to do to, to see each other? I, I don't know. I don't know why that's the case. It's so weird. And and I'll tell you what, I've had that situation in Windows for decades and and it's still like the order of how they get booted up or reset is just it just drives me batty. But anyway, I just want to be able to share some files easily between computers. You know, is that so much to ask for my own home network? Uh, but um, but other than that, working pretty good. I have had some quirky things happen with this new Corsair keyboard a little bit. I got this fancy new lighted K100 Corsair keyboard and. It's actually two things have happened. I mean, one, it, it it it's it's actually just totally like not worked. Like I push keys and nothing happens, and you have to go through this sort of reset procedure. Not just reset the PC, which I you know you would think would take care of it. No, that you know that didn't do it. You have to like un literally unplug the keyboard from the USB ports, plug it in while holding the e escape key on the keyboard, which is like. That's not easy to do, especially with this keyboard, because this keyboard has two USB um, plugs you've got to plug in. I think one's mainly the lighting and one's mainly the keystrokes, but I don't know. I, I really like the keyboard. I like the fact that it's Corsair and it kind of lines up with the other Corsair gear. I have a cooling um, thing for the CPU for Corsairs in there. I have Corsair memory, Corsair power supply, uh, but this keyboard... I, I don't know. I'm going to give it a few more days. If it ca causes me any, any more trouble, I'm probably going to return it to Best Buy. But um, I just don't want to. <laughs> I, I I don't want to go through the hassle of doing it for one thing. But then also, I kind of I kind of like it. And I like the light up features, and I like when it works. It's good. But um, 
yeah, we'll see. There's some other funky things about it when I read online, you know, some other stuff people have been having issues with. So I'm trying to give it all the latest updates, firmware and everything to see if that helps. But um, so I'm still been working on that the last week. Watched a few things, not a ton. I, um, I, I'm trying to think of the sci-fi slash fantasy thing. I watched that movie. I think it was after I podcasted last weekend, but that devotion movie, World War II, it's on uh, Paramount Plus. Not World War II, really. Post-World War II, just prior to the Korean War, but a lot of World War II aircraft still in it, like Corsairs, which I love. But um, so I watched that, uh, and uh, let's see, what else? I'm trying to think, you know, about the... I'm working my way through the His Dark Materials show, which is on HBO, the last season of that. Uh, that's uh, that's a good show. I like it, and, and this season is... It's quite a bit different this season. Uh, James McAvoy is quite a bit more in this season too. He wasn't. He's a pretty important character in the show and the books, but he wasn't in the previous seasons very much. A little bit, um, but yeah. So that's been good. And the um, I saw there's a new animated show on. I think it's HBO called Velma, based on the Velma character in Scooby Doo. That looks kind of fun. Um, kind of a little more adult oriented. Uh, it, with some of the, I only watched, the, I watched like the trailer basically so far. I have to watch that. It's a little half hour animated thing. It looks kind of a lot like the Harley Quinn show in, in terms of the style and, and the attitude a bit of the show, um, that they, that they're doing here, kind of the Harley Quinn thing, which is really fun. And, but it's, it's super, I mean, there's some pretty strong language and it's, it's very like adult oriented that way. Not a, not a little kid's animated cartoon to watch, really. So, so yeah, I was watching, or want to watch that one. And kind of in the middle of between shows now, I finished some things like Wednesday and that Tulsa King thing with, with Sylvester Stallone I wrapped up. I'm trying to find my list here because um, I kind of have a little bit of a list going. But the... The Doom Patrol on HBO is also another show that I'm watching. Uh, it's, I think I've got three or four episodes left of this season. Uh, so maybe it's only three. I think it might be three. I try to keep up with that. Uh, Mythic Quest, the latest season. I'm not really super thrilled by this season's Mythic, this season's Mythic Quest show or the, the, the current season is, I don't know. I don't like the way they've split the the people into two different kind of areas. They, you know, one, they kind of created their own little separate software company. They all worked at this MMO studio game called mythic quest. And that's where the other seasons were all set. Uh, so, and, and they're still all connected and together a lot, uh, but I don't know. There's something this season I, hasn't really grabbed me. They had a really interesting episode. I thought I won't say too much if you haven't watched it, but it, the one cool thing about this show is that they'll do an episode or two each season where it's just kind of like off in left field, which so shows typically some of the characters when they were younger, uh, growing up or when they're younger, whatever. Um, people who watch the show know what I'm talking about. They do one of those episodes like that uh, that I just watched recently in this season, and, and I really like that. That was interesting, I thought. It showed a couple of the main characters as when they were about, yeah, I wasn't going to say kids, but kind of like one of them was kind of a kid. One was into the 
college age. They they kind of blended both of them as both littler kids and then into college age. Uh, don't want to say again too much, but yeah, that shows. I still like it. It's still fun. I said I read they're going to do a spinoff show. I don't know what it exactly is all about. I think it's something to do with uh, sort of related to actually playing the the game, which doesn't really exist or something like that. Um, but um, and I started it's not sci fi, but I started the current season of Jack Ryan on Prime Amazon Prime Video that um, I've watched two episodes so far of that. Yeah, it, it's a, it, it, it kind of scratches my itch for a a big, you know, you know, kind of 24-esque show with, with a guy kind of against bad things happening in the world. And this one, they're doing a lot of stuff that's very sort of current event things. There's a lot of Russia going on here and the, the what's happening, what they're up to in a little bit. I, again, I'm not going to spoil it, but I started that one. I got to get back to Warrior Nun, the second season. Um, and then I think I've mentioned Mosquito Coast. The only real connection to, to sci-fi on that sort of really, really vaguely is there was an old movie with Harrison Ford. It's basically a, um, about a guy named Ollie. He's a kind of an inventor, kind of a quirky guy. And this TV series is completely different it doesn't obviously Harrison Ford is not in it but it, it's I like the first season but it's it's a it's a really different kind of a show they're kind of uh it's a family on the run a bit um but I I, I don't know I find it kind of cool to watch I, I like it so but not a ton of really heavy duty sci-fi or fantasy I still haven't seen Avatar I still haven't seen the new Avatar movie I, oh, it's it's even at this local theater uh, here that I'm like, well, wow, go see this mega, mega animated, you know, where, where it's playing in 3D in places and, and go see it at this smaller local theater. I'm still probably going to just wait. I, I, I don't know. I, my motivation to go see that movie is is at an all-time low. Uh, I, I just, I think I may maybe just wait and watch it at home whenever that shows up, so... Uh, it just is. Um, I I don't know. I just it just doesn't do it for me. That there's nothing there really that I. It, maybe it's been too long. I don't know. Even if it had probably come out a few years after the first one, and maybe I would have been more interested to see the next. But um, it just looks very like. I I think that was a movie to me at least, and I'm I'm saying this without seeing it, and I'm judging a little, which I you shouldn't do, but. I, it just didn't seem like a movie that was really necessary to do more of them, truthfully. But um, but anyway, uh, and plus the, the super long running time kind of puts me off a little bit. I can't remember if the first one was longer than that or about the same length. I know the first one was pretty long as well. That never used to bother me that much. Like the Lord of the Rings movies, the Hobbit movies. I think the Hobbit movies bugged me a bit more than Lord of the Rings. Uh, but um, in terms of being a long movie to watch at the theater, but the uh, but this one for some reason, I think it was only like two and a half hours, maybe what is it like three hours and fifteen minutes or something like that? I don't know, but um, yeah, it's kind of putting me off to go see that. All right, that's probably plenty. Uh, I you know trekSF at gmail.com. I'm really, you know, interested always. What are you guys watching? What are you liking? You know, post on the Facebook group or whatever. Um, oh, the other show that I'm, uh, you know, just wrapped up this week 
I guess I should mention, and the other the Disney shows, basically, the, um, Willow. Watched the last episode of Willow. I thought it wrapped up pretty well. I liked it. Um, and it's certainly, they, they've totally left it open for another uh, season and more episodes and all that. While I think they did a good job of concluding it pretty well, but also having things left a little bit open to do more. So that um, I like that show a lot. I mean, I'm hearing different mixed people, mixed you know commentary online, but there, I don't know. Warwick Davis, I like a lot. I thought the character was pretty good. I've talked about it, and mentioned how they blended kind of some modern dialogue, modern music into the show a bit. Um, that was a little bit weird, but I kind of came to be okay with it and, and accepted it, and didn't bug me that much. Um, but I think I think it was because it wasn't so straight up fantasy. Like they didn't really do that in the first movie. In the movie, that wasn't really the case. It wasn't like they threw in rock music or something of the current age. You know, when that movie came out in eighty, I think eighty eight, um, or was it eighty six, eighty six, eighty eight, something like that. Um, so that wasn't the style when they did it then. But maybe the TV show, you know, they're doing their own thing. So, and then the Bad Batch is back. Although I didn't watch. I think there should be a new episode this week. I didn't watch that episode yet. I've got to watch, probably watch that tonight. So, um, and um, I think that's good. That's good for now. Let me take a pause here and then we'll come back. We'll talk about the Percy Jackson movies and the upcoming television television show based on those books. Hey, this is Larry Nimichek, and I too survived the con of wrath. In fact, we're even making a movie about it. And you're listening to Rico on Treks and Sci-Fi. All right, uh, let's see. Let us talk about Percy Jackson movies uh, to begin with here. So the first movie, uh, it was released on February 2nd, 2000. Uh, sorry, let's see. February 2nd, 2010 in Canada. February 12th, 2010 in the United States. Uh, your country, you know, other countries vary uh, a little bit, but... Um, Let's see. The budget of this movie was ninety-five, about a hundred million, ninety-five million. It made two hundred and twenty-six million. So, I mean, it was a modest uh, success, I guess. I mean, it wasn't a bomb. It, it it did, you know, fairly okay, I guess. It wasn't a huge hit by any means. But it's pretty much a fantasy adventure thing, based on this series of kids' books. Like I said, uh, let me let me read the. Um, little blurb here from Wikipedia about this. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, colon, the Lightning Thief, also known as Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Um, this movie was uh, is a 2010 action, a fantasy film directed by Chris Columbus, which has done a lot of good, good stuff from a screenplay by Craig Titley, based on the 2005 uh, novel The Lightning Thief by Rick Rorden. Uh, Rorden, however you say this guy, R-I-O-R-D-A-N. The film is the first installment in the Percy Jackson film series. It stars Logan Lerman as Percy Jackson alongside an ensemble, ca an ensemble cast, including Brian T. Jackson, Alexandra Daddario, uh, Sean Bean, Pierce Brosnan, Pierce, excuse me, Pierce Brosnan, uh, Steve Coogan, Rosario Dawson, Catherine Keener, Kevin McKidd, Joe Pantalonio, how do you say that guy's name? I don't know. And Uma Thurman is in this as well. Uh, it, um, I already talked about the 
already talked about the box office. Um, the cast, you know, I feel like was was really good, really solid in this movie. I think that's a lot of the appeal to me. I, I think it's got a very charming, nice, nice cast. Cast, um, and so yeah, and 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 essentially the the main character Percy Jackson, he 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 kind of gets swept up into this world. Uh, of gods uh, living among humans in a way um it it um it's the, it's the typical it's almost a little harry potterish in that way like you know it's 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 this idea of of you know you have a greater not greater purpose you have a greater destiny i i i guess uh you know similar to things like chronicles of narnia a little bit there's there's a lot of that kind of elements here a little um, but, um, yeah. And, and uh, let's see, it has a f- almost a 50% uh, approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not my favorite place by any means reviews from 150 critics. You know, it, it's, um, it, it's kind of, here's one of the commentaries. Let's see. It may seem like just another Harry Potter knockoff, but Percy Jackson benefits from a strong supporting cast, a speedy plot and plenty of fun with Greek mythology. So and I and I love Greek mythology anyway. So I think the um, the uh, you know that that element is really appealing to me. Um, I guess the the author of the books kind of criticized the final script. He let's see. He revealed an email recommendations for script changes with names redacted um, regarding future support. Um, you know, basically. It, he he was not super appreciative of what they did with the script on this. It, it sometimes authors and and what they do in movies, you know, they conflict. I mean, I don't have a real big say in that because I didn't read the books. So maybe if I ever get around to reading the books, I'll have a little bit more commentary on what I think compared to the, uh, you know, how to. We we get into this age. I was talking to somebody else about this the other day. Of we're into an age with all these. TV series and movies being based on on books, which is good, which is good. But there is always going to be this conflict of, oh, well, they didn't they didn't do them. You know, they didn't do it like the books did it or, or whatever. And it takes a very, very, I think, um, special talent to be able to write a good script from a book. I, I think it's very hard to do sometimes and, and to get the kind of the essence of it it, without without just basically mimicking it i mean most books there's just much obviously much more detail and info you can potentially put into even a long movie even if you made a three-hour movie out of every uh you know any book or whatever even an average book you got to cut stuff and you got to you got to decide what to put in what to not put in maybe you even put in some things that are not in the book at all uh, lots of things to, to I, I wouldn't want to do it. I, I think it would be to me a a terrible job. I mean, a really hard job to do to to take a book and turn it into um, a, a movie or a TV series. And I think a TV series you have a better shot at it because you have more time, obviously. And, and so I'm a little, I think I'm a little more critical sometimes when they take a, a book or a book series and turn it into a show, a series, a TV series. I mean. Rather than a movie, I think a movie is just it, 
it's almost an impossible task. Some have done a good job of it. I, I you know, I think they've done a really good job. I think Lord of the Rings is a is a fine example. I think those movies did a fine job with with the books. There's still a whole bunch of stuff in those books that isn't it's not in the movies. But anyway, um, let me play the trailer to this movie, and then we'll talk we'll talk a bit about the next one that they did. And um, I don't know if there's any potential for another movie now that they're doing this TV series, but let me check into that while I play the trailer to um, the first movie in this series. And he's alive. <laughs> How long was that? Seven minutes. That's crazy, man. How do you do it? I don't know. I just like being water. It's one place I can think. There are 12 Olympian gods. Big three are the brothers Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. The children of these gods were half human, half gods. Hey, Mom. I thought this school was supposed to make things better. Someday it'll all make sense. Percy Jackson, we need to talk. This dodge? Whoa! Who found me? We've been expecting you. The gods are real. My father's Poseidon. God of the seas. Wow. Between myths and legends. Zeus's bolt is the most powerful weapon ever created. It's been stolen. Between this world and the next. If it's not returned by the summer solstice, there will be a war. Our three heroes. All demigods have inherited skills. I definitely have strong feelings for you. I just haven't decided if they're positive or negative yet. Who must stand and fight? We'll find the bolt. There's nowhere safe on heaven and earth for him now. Take this to defend yourself. It's a powerful weapon. This is a pen. Only use it in times of severe distress. This is a pen. Click it! Wait! Time has run out. Maybe you're no son of Poseidon. Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, President's Day 2010. Yeah, so there you go for that trailer to uh, the Percy Jackson first film. Uh, I think that was a good movie, or is a good movie. I've watched it a couple of times. I, I think there's some fun action in it. I think, again, the characters are engaging. The, I like the actors quite a bit. And uh, again, I'm kind of always a sucker for anything involving, you know, mythology like this. Like, I kind of think of those Clash of the Titans movies. You know, the old one, of course, uh, is a classic. And I wasn't a huge fan of the newer ones they did. Maybe that's probably another podcast to do, uh, you know, cover all the Clash of the Titans type movies. They had what? I think the rebooted one or whatever you call it. When they did Clash of the Titans and then Wrath of the Titans, I think, was the other one. Uh, when they did the newer ones, uh, and of course they looked cooler, but you know, hard hard to beat the original one. 
So then uh, a few years later, uh, and it, this uh, the follow-up movie to the first one of the Percy Jackson movies came out. Uh, let's see. It was released on August 7th, 2013. So eh, about three and a half years later, uh, we've got uh, Percy Jackson, uh, Sea of Monsters, colon Sea of Monsters, I guess. Percy Jackson, colon Sea of Monsters. Um, also known as Percy Jackson and the Olympians, colon, the Sea of Monsters, and Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters. The, the, I don't know why these movies have, struggle or have so many, uh, you know, different titles, you know. I, th- I think the best one, the one sounds, uh, Percy Jackson and the Sea of Monsters, to me, sounds, it's, it makes the kind of the most sense. I get why they were trying to do the Percy Jackson, the Olympians, the Sea of Monsters, Kind of like, um, you know, the, it, it making that a series thing. But from what I've been checking and reading, it looks like the series, I mean, we're talking now 10 years ago, almost, where the last movie came out. So I don't think we're ever going to see another movie with these same actors and kind of following up the series they started. It's been too long, I think, and plus they're doing this TV show, which there is a little teaser for that. Teaser for that out. It's a Disney, going to be a Disney Plus show. I'll play that here in a few. But um, but the next movie, this Sea of Monsters one, um, basically brought back most of the original cast. Um, uh, with the main the main actors, especially Lo- Logan Learman, uh, Brandon Jackson and, and Alexandra Daddario, the, the you know the friend group there um, is back. Uh, they had some. They replaced a few though. Um, they uh, Nathan Fillion and Anthony Head. Anthony Head, of course, from the Buffy series, uh, replaces Dylan Neal and Pierce Brosnan, respectively. Uh, I, I I don't know why. I'm assuming the other actors were tied up with things. I I don't know. Um, probably that's the case. Um, but the, the, the point of this movie, let's see the continue, the film continues the adventures of Percy Jackson and his friends as they journey, uh, to the sea of monsters to retrieve the golden fleece in order to save the tree barrier that protects their home. Um, we already mentioned the main actors are back. Uh, I told you about the replacement ones. Uh, there's some new additions to the cast. Um, Actors uh, Levin Rambin, Douglas Smith, and Stanley Tucci are all in this movie. A, a lot of this movie, this one, is is more there's this little like g- uh, area or group where these, let's call them, I don't know, what do they call them? Half-bloods? Is there a specific name? But, you know, that are part God, part human. Um, they have kind of like this camp, <laughs> it ki- it kind of like where they all kind of like get together and things. This one, I think, in general, most people don't feel it's as maybe as good as the first. Uh, I think it's probably very similar in 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 tone and 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 that. Um, they have a different director here for this one. Thor Freidathal is his name, um, but um, but he doesn't. You know, they they just say that it doesn't have quite the the zip of the first one, and I do I would agree with that. I mean, I. I think it's still okay. Um, it did about the same box office, a little less. Cost ninety million, made two hundred and two, a little more than two hundred million. So it didn't quite make quite as much as the previous movie. Um, but um, and again, I think it's maybe not quite as strong a movie. Uh, it's um, 
you know, they, uh, they're still making some adaptations and things like that, you know, from the books. And, and some people are a little unhappy. Um, the screenplay on this one is Mark Guggenheim. Uh, again, I think Chris Columbus is not back. And I think that was a little bit of a, a weakness. I, I, I don't know, again, the behind the scenes of, you know, maybe, you know, Chris Columbus didn't, wasn't asked. Maybe they wanted a different director, uh, you know, let's see. Oh, here's something here. In the development, in another source, lead cast members from the first movie were expected to return. Chris Columbus would not be returning as a director, but he's also, he would be producing the movie with Karen Rosenfeld. So he was involved. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Looks like it was, there was some delays in getting this going too. Uh, that's always tricky, I think. Um but, you, you know, when they have delays between the first movie and the second movie or whatever. Um, let's see. See if much is grossed. It, I already talked a little bit about the $202 million, about um, looks like $134 million or so was North America and the rest overseas. Um, did okay in the, its, its first weekend a bit. Um, but yeah, and, and these movies are out on um, Blu-ray and DVD. Um, you can also get digital versions, I think, digital downloads, all that kind of stuff. It looks like uh, Logan Learman had announced back in 2014 that a, uh, he said a sequel to would not be made. Um, but then later they, they said that it was going to be made. And then in 2015... Uh, he's not heard anything about any, and, and he says they're, they're, he says they're a little old now for the playing the parts. I, I mean, I don't know how the books work for Percy Jackson, but you know, you could always bring them together as being, you know, a little bit older, wiser, you know, and, and, and put something together. But I think the fact that they're doing this TV show and kind of rebooting it, you know, I don't think they're using any of the original people. Uh, I'll have to look at that. I'll look at that while I play. I'm going to play the trailer here in a second to the uh, to the Sea of Monsters movie. Uh, but um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think any of the actors uh, are involved uh, in in the new Disney series. I think they and I'm trying to remember who they cast as Percy Jackson. I know it's been announced. I think it's been filmed. I don't know. I'll try to find out when that series is starting or when it's going to air. But here is the trailer, though, to the second movie, uh, Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Here is official trailer number two, according to YouTube. Um, and I'll play it for you now. I heard there was a prophecy about me. It would seem that the prophecy was referring to our annihilation. Our home has come under attack. Who would do this? Luke. Turns out you're not the only half-blood who's hard to kill. The only thing that has the power to save our home is the Golden Fleece. It's in the Sea of Monsters, what the humans called the Bermuda Triangle. A quest for only our finest heroes. This is a bad idea. You don't even know what I was gonna say. You were gonna say that you're going after the fleece. Actually, he was gonna say we were. Hang on to something. That was us. 
awesome. Excuse me, we're looking for Hermes. Little insulted you didn't recognize me. We really need your help when we don't have a lot of time. You twist the cap off this, you release the winds from the four corners of the world. What? No, 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 not in here. Not in here? Tell me those aren't sharks. Those aren't sharks. If there's one thing I've learned, you can't give up on family. So there you have the trailer for the second movie, the Sea of Monsters movie. And yeah, you know, watching these trailers, this is what always happens when I do these podcasts. It makes me want to watch these movies again. It's been a while. Uh, But uh, yeah, I think the first and uh, both both movies are kind of fun. Again, maybe the second one a little bit weaker, but there's also some fun stuff in there, too. I, I think, it again, like so many things, the... The key thing here is that do you like this kind of a thing? Do you like fantasy? Do you like this? People will call it young YA, you know, literature maybe a little bit. Uh, I never really thought like, for example, Harry Potter was really YA, but it has a lot of elements of that, right? Um, but um, but anyway, the that's the second movie. I think um, still fun. And if you haven't seen these and if you like things like Harry Potter uh, and that kind of thing. I, I think you'll like this. I, I think there was a lot of, uh, similar vibes actually, even in the Wednesday TV series on, on Netflix. Cause that has sort of a magical, you know, you had the school for, for kind of outcasts and everything. And there, there's a lot of similarities. What is that old story or old thing that there's only seven basic stories in the world or plots and they're all just various versions of that. Um, all right. So let's segue over and talk briefly about this new TV series they're doing calling called uh, Percy Jackson and the Olympians TV series. Uh, it's an upcoming fantasy TV series created by, which always is weird to me. It's like, uh, well, there was a book series, but anyway, the series itself, the TV show created by Jonathan E. Steinberg and Dan Schatz for the streaming service Disney+. Plus. Based on the novel series of the same name by Rick Riordan, Riordan um, produced by Disney, of course, in 20th century, 20th century television and the Gotham Group. Okay, so there's an actor. Here's um, there's the actor playing uh, Percy Jackson is Walter Scoville. And if you guys have seen and if you haven't seen this, I think it came out about a year ago now. Uh uh, almost a year ago, March of 2022, there's a there's a, um, a movie on Netflix called The Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. There's a kid in that movie. Uh, basically, that the kid in that movie is is playing Percy Jackson. That it's that same actor, Walter Scoville. So if you've seen that movie, which I thought that kid was really good in it, and I could, I think I think this will be. Uh, 
a good fit for the character, I think. And uh, yeah, I really like that movie. If you haven't seen The Adam Project, watch that. It's on Netflix. So he is playing the main character. Uh, let's go down a little bit of the other uh, cast. Uh, Leah Sava Jeffries. Don't really know that actress. Anyway, she's playing Annabeth, that character. Aryan Samhadre is Grover, um, Percy's best friend. Uh, and we've got, let's see, let's run down some more of the cast here. Virginia Cullis, Sally Jackson, Glenn Turman as Chiron, um, Chiron. Why did I say Chiron? The dumb. Uh, Jason Mantezoukos. I don't know how you say the guy's last name. I'm terrible. He, he, he does a lot of stuff, and, and you guys all know his voice. He's got a kind of a crazy voice. Dionysus, he's playing. A Megan Mully is in this movie. Uh, Malali, is that how you say name? Anyway, she's Electo or Miss Dodds, Percy Stern mathematics teacher, sir, who serves the gods Hades, blah, blah, blah. Tim Sharp, uh, and a few others. I won't list them all. Uh, there's a Wikipedia page. You guys can look this stuff up if you want. So basically, this show is going to be on Disney Plus, and they're doing eight episodes for the first season. It doesn't look like we're going to get it until next year, till 2024. Looks like they're just finishing up filming um, now. Uh, filming began about in June of last year in Vancouver, um, and, and it looks like they're either wrapped up filming at the end of the year or finishing it up just a little bit more. I'm reading the development. Looks like um, the author of the book series, um, he says here, let's see, uh, development, uh, said he would he would have no creative control over Disney reboot if it were to happen, much like his experience with the TV series. Um, but in December, he pitched an adaptation of the novels to Disney which had acquired Fox in March of that year. And by May 2020, Disney Plus series was in the works, which is, the first season's basically set to adapt the first book in this series, The Lightning Thief. So there's going to be a lot of stuff we saw in the movie. Um, basically, again, the first, first book of the series is what they're going to be focusing on. Let's see what else we've got here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just kind of skimming this a little bit. The series was greenlit in January last about a year ago, uh, and then um, it looks like Rorden is a an executive producer. So I, I I get the idea he's he's gotten himself a little more involved in this. So so I think, and the fact that they're able to take one book and, and turn it into eight episode series of probably I don't know hour long episodes, give or take, I, I think um, I think is a good sign. Uh, and then we'll, um, you know, we'll see what happens at that, at this stage. I think for people who like these books and if, and if the, um, and if the show is well received, I think we'll get some more so far. Um, so far the, what was I going to say? Um, Disney seems to be in general, fairly like backing of their shows, uh, in terms of, I mean, the stuff that they've done, the Marvel stuff that they've done, uh, the the Star Wars series that they've done, the all the stuff on TV. They, they basically what I'm saying is they 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 seem to be behind it and they're not dropping it like <laughs> Netflix. Oh yeah, we don't like you. I mean, there was even this talk, even though Wednesday that TV series there was super well received and super popular. There were people who were like. Well, we don't know. We don't. Maybe Netflix isn't going to do anymore. 
And, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um, but um, but anyway, so I my point is, is that I think if this show turns out good and if people watch it and if it gets good, good reactions out there, I, it could turn into a pretty nice little fantasy show on Disney Plus to um, to watch. So and, and I'm always I always think that even though I love sci fi, I mean, I love sci fi, I love fantasy both. There's not nearly as good, uh, you know, true, what I call true fantasy that's out there. And, and we don't, we don't get it as much as we get sci-fi, right? Although you could kind of stretch and say comic book stuff is, is fantasy, but it's got its own, it's basically its own genre, right? Comic book films, comic book series on TV, they're their own thing. No one really labels them as, as fantasy. They label them as comic book stuff, right? But um, but yeah, I, I'm always for – and this kind of stuff reminds me also like remember the 90s shows like Xena and Hercules. We, we, don't, we don't get that much of that kind of thing. Uh, and they're saying there's a little more serious, darker tone possibly to this TV series. Again, I haven't read the book. Now I want to read the book. <laughs> But the um, uh, what, what was I trying to say? Um, anyway, uh, probably the best thing to do. Let me play this. It's only about a minute. Um, this was released back uh, in September when they had the the big Disney Day in September that they do every year. What's it called? Disney, you know, D twenty three. Is that what it is? I think. Uh, but they released a little minute long. Well, it's not even a minute. Fifty two seconds. Uh, a teaser to the to the series and this is probably only at the point where they had maybe you know had filmed for only two or three months because they only started in june and this this little teaser came out in september so um so anyway let me play this for you percy jackson and the olympians the disney plus teaser for that series look i didn't want to be a half-blood being a half-blood is dangerous. It's scary. Most of the time, it gets you killed. If you think you might be one of us, my advice is turn away while you still can. Believe whatever lie your mom or dad told you about your birth. Try to live a normal life. Because once you know what you are, they'll sense it too. Come for you. Don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah, I think that looks good. It'll be it should be a lot of fun, and I think it's a good fit for Disney. Uh, everyone seems to love uh, <laughs> ripping on Disney, which it's a bit exhausting to me. Uh, there was this. Um, there was this thing the other day and I, I, one of my new year's resolutions, which is not really official, I, you know, cause I don't really do resolutions, but it's to try not to engage with some of the online, uh, let's call it the, uh, the fan toxicity a bit. And there was this person who put up a, uh, a semi poll thing about what's destroyed, you know, what's destroyed star Wars, you know? And of course, one of the options or one of the choices was Kathleen Kennedy, you, you know, like, and yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of, of the, the, the sequel films that they did. Um, but it, it, it's just that, you know, I mean, 
like what you like if you like and if you don't but but just the constant bashing i think i get tired of it's it's just like just let it go it's the same thing with star trek and all the star trek series and things and yeah i i'm not the biggest fan of discovery especially the last couple of seasons i feel like they could do better uh but i still like it i still watch it uh i in a i always want to tell people hey if you could do better get out there and <laughs> write a script send it in or do something like it, it, I don't know. I, yes, you can you can be critical, but at a point, it, it, there becomes a point where what's the purpose of the of being critical? You know, the, the constant you know what I call piling on, like they do in football. You know, there, there's no need. I mean, if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, okay. But um, anyway, I won't apologize for it. Uh, I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying there are probably better ways to spend your time. <laughs> I, I, I've always maintained since I started Treks in Sci-Fi, I try to, you know, talk about the positive, talk about the the good in things, and, and and not everything can be, this is a constant refrain from me, and I say this online to some of my friends and other places, it's like, not everything is going to be the, the best thing ever. It, you know, it's okay to just be good or fun you know, a little bit, it, 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 it you got to have a little bit of a range in, in stuff. And granted that range can get pretty twisted or pretty, pretty, you know, far gone. If you, you know, re, you really love something like maybe the original star Wars films or something. And then when the newer ones come out, you're so hyped and you get kind of disappointed. And then you, then you just, as the emperor, <laughs> I feel the hate in you growing. Yes. You know, like just, just kind of relax, I guess, is all I'm saying. This is just entertainment. If you don't care for it, then find a different thing. There's so much on. There's so many things to watch. Way too much. Uh, I've lost track of everything. So many things I, I would like to be able to, you know, I watch a couple of hours of something each day, and it, it, does, it doesn't keep, uh, I can't keep up. Got my, uh, <laughs> I'm watching things that, that came out, you know, two years ago or more, you know, a series or something. But um, except for stuff I really, really like. And then I'll, I'll watch that pretty much as it comes out. So uh, so I got a little off on a tangent there, but it, it just popped into my head. The um, Especially with the Disney factor, I think that's what, what keyed it off or teed, you know, people love to say Disney's ruining everything, but they do a lot of fun stuff. Kids love it. And that doesn't mean it's bad. And everybody always likes to say, well, you know, it's Star Wars for kids. And, and I'm like, yeah, it's for kids. It's for adults. I mean, the great thing about the original films, I feel, even though George Lucas always said they were made for kids, hey, we all have a kid in us. I watched this movie last night with Ben Stiller. It was called um, While We Were Young or something like that. I don't know. I ran across it on, on um, what what channel was that on? HBO, I think. Eh, it was okay. It, it basically had some good people in it, so I wanted to watch it. Adam Driver was in it, uh, Naomi Watts. Um, yeah, but anyway, the, there's there's something like, um, I think I lost my train of thought with all that background talk. But um, it, it, it was something to the essence of, you know, enjoy what you've got uh, while you've got it a bit. Um, there was more to it that I wanted to say, but, you know, it, it's just, um, it, yeah, that that's, that's essentially it. So... Um, I think that's all for this week, folks. I'm at about the 50 or so minute mark, almost an hour long podcast, so pretty close to typical. Uh, 
And next week's going to be probably a guest guest or repeat show. I'm going to reach out to a couple people and see if I can get a guest cast for next week. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I put on the schedule for two weeks out. I think I did something. I think I want to do a Trek episode, I think, is was the plan. And we're getting close to Star Trek Picard uh, being here in just, you know, we're about a month away is all, which is, you know, going to be cool. It's funny. I was meeting with somebody from Ford Motor the other day, and, and it, it came up in conversation through sort of a weird angle. But this guy I've been seeing for a number of years regularly at, for for uh, these things I do on paint for color submissions. He's a big Star Trek fan. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> so so I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that little angle. Yeah, this guy, he's like, we were talking about streaming services. That's what it was. And and uh, and, and he says, yeah, I, I, I kind of drop them and then I resubscribe and I drop them and, you know, have them for a month and we'll catch up on stuff. And and, and then he then somehow we got around to Paramount and he says, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get that one back because I want to watch Star Trek Picard next month because I like that. And I'm like, oh, and, and then he's like, have you seen that? And I'm like, yeah, I've, I've seen it. <laughs> it's always funny when I when I run into somebody and then somehow Star Trek or Star Wars or something like, you know, something I obviously podcast about, and know a lot about comics. And, and when it comes up in a sideways thing and and because I'm such a huge fan you know it's I always kind of have to play it a little bit low key and like oh yeah I've only done a podcast for like crazy number of years on 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 these topics so yeah I I know a little bit and I'm a I'm just a little bit of a fan of these things <laughs> oh it's just pretty funny uh, and it's kind of why I on Facebook I kind of keep a, sort of a little bit of separation between my my personal Facebook group and, and, or my personal page, whatever you call it. Like I've had people, you know, try to friend me. And if you listen to the podcast, I, you know, I would always say, just, just go to the Facebook Treks and Sci-Fi group, unless I kind of get to know you a little bit. And then maybe, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be friends. But, but point is I try to keep a little separation there. Not that I'm really don't want people to realize what I'm doing. It's really not that hard to find out, but, um, but uh, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just rambling now. So Rico, go away and get this edited and put up. But again, hopefully everyone's doing well out there. Take care of yourselves. Um, be safe. Uh, and uh, the world is uh, crazy still a little bit sometimes. So take care of yourselves and watch over everybody, you know, you know, family, friends and everybody like that. Uh, and uh, yeah, just just uh, as, as the doctor and Doctor Who would say, be kind. We all we all have to try to try to do that if we can these days. It's harder sometimes, but um, all right, I'm done, and I'll probably be back. I'll be back in two weeks, a guest or a repeat show next week. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. This has been a Rick Dosty Podcast production.